Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome, episode 41, Boot to the Face Radio. I am Chris Rucker, along with my host, Marty Vasquez. And before we get all of the other stuff going, let's get the bullshit out of the way. Follow us, Twitter, at Boot to the Face with number two. Instagram, at Boot to the Face underscore. Find us on Facebook and go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Boot to the Face to find all your B2TF merchandise all two of them uh marty how's it going it's going pretty well um can't complain early morning um had a good night last night today's summer slam biggest party of the summer i got my warm cup of coffee which is the complete opposite from what i'm usually drinking while we record but <laughs> after the last episode i think this is uh, a good substitute <laughs> I'm drinking, uh, I'm prepping for one, because we'll be recording it this time, which is, you know, it'll come out at a later time, but right now it's noon, my time, 9, 9 a.m. Marty's time, and we're going to be recording before football starts, and usually, during football season, about this time, I start pre-gaming for the Cowboys game, no matter what time it comes on, usually about noon, I'm at least one or two shots in, so I'm practicing, trying a new little recipe right here. Practice? I, Crown Royal. Talking practice? Yeah, I got Crown Royal, and I have Peaks Diet Sweet Tea, which is fantastic. It, I'm not gonna lie, Peaks Diet Sweet Tea is freaking amazing. Because you know my concoction, I drink my Honey Jack and I drink my sweet tea, and it's either Pure Leaf or uh, Peaks. Peaks is my go-to, uh, but I started drinking the Diet uh, Sweet Tea from them and that it's it's amazing i love it it's fantastic well see i was going through the refrigerator i was like man it's too early to be drinking a coke zero and i saw the peak sitting there and i thought of you i was like oh shit marty always tells me he drinks jack honey whiskey and sweet tea so let me try this and to be honest with you it's not bad and speaking the one of, i will say stay away from this the what's it the uh, super sweet tea or whatever it is from them yeah that shit, that shit is ridiculous oh like, you know the like, wife's oh. got me on that keto shit now because we gained so much weight over the past couple months so i can't do any of it like everything's got to be damn near zero carbs or or whatever yeah, yeah. but that's why you want you want to take care of that stop drinking that coke zero shit man no more pop come on man there's no carbs in coke zero but hey so it's, it's it's nasty shit i'll do the diet sweet tea and crown because it's it's pretty fucking good <laughs> <laughs> only I, problem uh, is uh, peak sweet tea is way more expensive than fucking Coke Zero. So oh, abs- it is absolutely. Um, that's why I buy the big jug, and I get my bottle. And I'm not gonna lie, like if I sit there one night, either the bottle of Jack or the bottle of tea is gone. I, whichever one goes first, that's when I know the night's over yeah. because I mix those two, and you don't even know that it's even in there. Just, the next thing you know, it's gone. We went through a couple. We went to a concert a couple weeks ago, and that's what we were drinking then too. And it's like, oh shit! All right. Hit you when you don't expect it. Speaking of uh, whiskey, shout out to old Petopolis. Hit us up last night. He was at a 
a Jim Beam. What was that? A brewery or just like a bar? I, don't, I, thought, it was a, I thought it was like a restaurant bar. Oh, Pete hit us up. He was at a Jim Beam uh, place last night in Chicago. Said it reminded him of Boots to the Face. So if we're not giving you good wrestling content, which we are, we're at least keeping y'all drunk out there. So when you get drunk and you drink whiskey and or bourbon or any dark liquor, you think of Boots to the Face because that's what we do here. Uh, SummerSlam what's, what's, weekend, What's Marty? the saying? You either make somebody happy, you make somebody mad, but either way, you're going to make them drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Drinking's always a... It's my vice. But uh, SummerSlam weekend, last night we had NXT. We didn't do any picks yet. We had a couple scheduling issues. Uh, we were supposed to go head-to-head with Talkamania, but but they got some stuff going on, so... Uh, Dead out partying in Toronto right now, so he doesn't even care. Yeah, we're hoping everything is all right with J Bomb. We're thinking about y'all and the family. Um, so we didn't do that, so we didn't make any picks last night. I unofficially put in boot to the face picks versus like Irish Whip was in there, Smart to Death was in there. There's a bunch of, of people just tweeting their picks back and forth, and I have to say, oh, Marty, so an easy, an easy win. You will be proud of me. Oh, yeah. I kicked it. We didn't take official scoreboards. Or oh, anything. for you're talking about for NXT. Yeah, for oh, NXT. Oh, good thing you picked it because one of my picks that I put in, I only got like three right. So, well, good I, thing I, there was only five matches, so three out of five ain't bad. But every that's... everybody picked the undisputed air to sweep, and I made my picks. I'm one and of I them. Picked, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I picked the street profits, and everybody's hitting me up like the street profits. I'm like, yeah, they want the smoke, and they brought the fucking smoke. Here's the uh, thing with Street Profits. Like, I honestly, I wanted them to win. My thoughts going into there was, one of, I wanted them to win, but they've been on the main roster every freaking week. So it's like, why are you going to keep having them on the main roster? Why don't you just put them on the main roster? So my thoughts were like, they were going to finally get the belt off them to put them on the main roster, insert them into the championship uh, picture there, considering that everyone else they're trying to bring up just isn't working and they need some new blood. Because while some other people have some higher content in their blood, so they can't really be around too much. Um, but and I was also thinking that they were going to go the undisputed era route, you know, have three brands and three factions basically running all three brands with UE, uh, the New Day, and um, the, the the club, you know, and all three factions having all the titles. So I kind of thought that was the route they were going to go. I wanted Street Profits to win. But I honestly thought that this was going to be the opportunity to get them back on the main roster uh, full time. You know what your problem is with your picks? What's You're that? doing like most marks are doing. You're reading too much into stuff, man. So what? They've been on the main roster. They are the best tag team going as that's far my as point. entertainment and in ring. That's in why NXT. they need to be in the. Uh, they, that's why they need to be on the main roster in that main title picture no. for a. They need to stay in NXT, get more eyes on NXT, which is the point of putting them, putting their entertaining asses on Raw every week. You think, oh, shit, the Street Profits, man, they're funny. Oh, yeah, they're NXT tag champs. That's why they always got the belt. So you're more liable to go back, watch NXT, see the Street Profits. But speaking of the Street Profits, Montez Ford, and deservingly so, gets all the credit for how good he is in the ring. And everybody overlooks my boy Dawkins. And that motherfucker, he shined last night. I'm talking. He sh- He did a couple moves where he just picked up one half of the Undisputed Air and just, like, tossed him across the ring <laughs> into the other guy. I mean, that boy is – when he gets going, he's like a damn freight train. Yeah. I thought that that was a great match to start the card off. Um, 
it actually to be yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best match of the night, but it was a fantastic match. It really, like, I was like, I put it on, and I'm like, all right, we'll see what happens. You know, it's takeover, so I'll watch. Um, wasn't really too thrilled about the card. There's some things on it that I was like, ah, whatever. Uh, but that first match between them and Undisputed Era really got me into it, and I was ready to watch the rest of the card. It was a great starting match. It was, and to go back to what we were talking about, I got four out of five right. The only one I got wrong was Shayna and I've picked against Shayna ever since Evolution last year and eventually I'm gonna learn and when I finally pick her, the motherfucker's gonna lose. So I got four out of five right. Everybody else picked Undisputed Air to sweep. I got Cole right, which was a great match. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as I picked Shayna too. I picked her to win, but uh I didn't like me I am I didn't I didn't realize she was a hometown girl. She's from out here. She's from like twenty minutes from where I live. I didn't know she was from out here. That's pretty cool. Yeah, she's uh, she's from the hood of Fontana, California, because they got hoods in Fontana. Oh, Fuck out of here. they they hmm. they got NASCAR racing in Fontana. Ain't no fucking hood out there. Fontana so, might be some meth mind. heads. I but, can't. I'm not gonna say too much about about Fontana because some. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> well, you you hold your tongue on that, and we'll go to the next match, which was okay. You know I'm a Becky guy. I love Tessa Blanchard. Like those are my Mickey James. Those are my Sasha Banks. Like I'm a. I love women's wrestling. And I have my core group of people that I follow. Like I said, Becky, Mickey, Tessa Blanchard, and Sasha. Io Shirai has surpassed all of them since, and Tony Storm's on my list too. Since uh, since Evolution last year, that was really the the May Young was the first. Uh, hit I got of her, and ever since then, man, it's just something about her. Like you just the uh, EO is what Oscar wishes she was in NXT. Even as I mean, Oscar was a badass in NXT. I should say in WWE, Oscar EO translates to the main roster. Oscar did absolutely, and I've been I've been a fan of EO from day one. She's always I've always liked her. Um, this turn that she has had to give her like the edge she's got right now and be like the heel, so to speak, is perfect for her. I think it's like, fantastic, um, especially when they have her going up against Candice. Uh, but she, she, I've always enjoyed her matches. But last night, I was, I, I really enjoyed her match and her, her character and what she's become. But like you said, she's absolutely. One that, that that carries over and translates better on screen to the universe than Asuka. And I know there's a lot of fans out there who love Asuka. I'm not that sold yes. on her. Yes. <laughs> you know, they want to run his parade. He had a, he's had a, he's had a big weekend. He got to meet her this weekend. I'm not gonna take he it away from the guy. He's met her too. He, he's met her uh, twice. That's now. true. That's he looked, true. Like, he looked a little stalkerish yesterday though. <laughs> Using Google Translate and shit when he meets a Kanichiwa and all that shit. Uh, but yeah, like Oscar just doesn't do it for me. Um, I, I get she's a great wrestler, but I don't think she's. I don't know. I think she's. I don't want to say overrated, but I think she gets more to, more attention than she deserves. Uh, but as far as like, she just doesn't come off on the mic. Obviously, there's a reason why they have her with Paige. Uh, but but who can't you know, speak a lick of fucking English either? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? She's um, uh, she's looking 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 uh. Very old school page. Transylvania. Oh, never mind. I apologize. You don't like that look? 
I'm married I, to an Irish like, woman, so I'm into the pale. I like a pale. little tan. I, I don't know. I like some tan. I, I don't know. We're way off track, Marty. Quit being so horny. It's too early in the morning for that. <laughs> Marty just almost spit his coffee at his Green Bay Packers mug because uh, it's football season, in case y'all didn't hear us talk about it earlier. I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't recall what I was going to go with, but uh, let's just go on to the next next subject. Well, Io Shirai and Candice LeRae was a really good match. I'm not a Candice guy, but that was probably the best match I've seen her do since she's been on NXT. Um, and, and to go with that, I, I thought that was a good match also. Uh, I think, pers- unfortunately, because it was Candice, it held it back from being a great match. If it had been somebody who was a little bit more experienced, a little bit better off in the ring... Um, I think it would have been a, a top tier match that we'd be talking about, you know, a long time from now. Uh, but she did for what she did. She did have a solid match with EO yesterday. Let me bring up two small points before we move on. One, I, I, I tell you all the time, I love the little things in wrestling. Candace kicked out of the moonsault and EO snapped and she put her in that submission move. And instead of Candace tapping, EO grabbed her hand and stopped her from tapping out and made her pass out. Like, if you didn't catch that, you didn't catch it. But if you caught it, you thought, oh, shit, like, this bitch is crazy. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was EO's attire last night. I saw a lot of people saying it was a little Becky Lynch's with the black and, and, and yellow trim. So I'm wondering, is Becky going to have new, new gear coming? Because I like the gear Becky was wearing last year around this time when she was doing SummerSlam and Royal Rumble and all that, the little one piece she had. I thought that was dope. This fucking Kill Bill stuff, I'm not feeling at all. Uh, but that's I, I wanted to go back to the steampunk. I can't stand. I didn't I like the steampunk I stuff. love the I steampunk, like, and I don't no. like the one piece. And I, uh, right, the Kill Bill thing is still kind of like, uh, well, okay, but... The, the steampunk, that's what that's what made me fall in love with that woman, man. Like, give me no, the steampunk back. Go in between the steampunk and the Kill Bill. I'm telling you, go watch the first Women's Royal Rumble or last year's SummerSlam or this year's Royal Rumble. The outfit she had on then, that's that good shit there. And that's all I'm going to say about that because I like being married. Um, talking about <laughs> me being 21. You're over there talking about Becky and Trim and shit. Hey, God, hey, damn. chill out, out, chill out. Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong versus Pete Dunne, the bruiserweight. And I tweeted it last night from Boot to the Face that I think Roderick Strong is one of those talents that is just so fucking good. But he's there's something about him that's not going to get him the world title. But he'll always be in the main event to have great matches with somebody. And he's a good looking motherfucker. So he'll always have a place in wrestling. Um, but he's just so good, like mm-hmm. just so good. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what irritated me about the fact that Pete Dunn got inserted into this match and made a triple threat match. I was looking forward to it being one on one Dream versus Strong because I think that would have been a fantastic match. It was a good match. Unfortunately for me, I don't know. I don't, see, for me, I think this was like out of the main card. I think this was the lowest match on the card for me. Um, hmm. I don't know if it was because of the – I'm just not a fan of Pete Dunne. And I think that it took away from what Dream could do and what Strong could do and what they could have done together. Because um, just when you when you have a match with two guys like that that you can see what they really can, can do in the ring and then you insert somebody else, you're always looking for what's going to happen around the ring. 
who's going to insert themselves, who's going to jump in, who's going to break this, and what, who's going to capitalize on this, kind of like you know, Dream did at the end. But I don't know. It, it took away from the match by having Dunn inserted in this um, in the way he did. How about Pete Dunn was the NXT UK champion for like two years straight, unbeatable. He comes to NXT and immediately gets pinned in the secondary title contention. Like, imagine if he was the NXT champion for two years and he went to Monday Night Raw and the U.S. champion beat him on his first pay-per-view. The fucking shitstorm that would be on the internet about how he's getting buried. But because it's NXT to NXT, everybody's okay with it. But if you think about it, NXT UK dominating for two years, and then he just comes to NXT and immediately gets pinned. Like, well, they could have no, pinned Roddy. And, and I get that, like, it's NXT UK, so it's NXT NXT, but let's be honest, NXT UK isn't really quite on the level as NXT. Like, NXT, it's like NXT, and NXT UK is like NXT, like, light. You know what I mean? Yep. That's, uh, what, that's t- what I'm saying. You know, so, like, it, it's it's no different than when you have, like, a champion. I'm not, giving, I'm not saying they're on the same level. Don't take this for that. I'm just like, comparing champion champion. You have um, Bo Dallas, who's champion in NXT. And then he become comes up to the main roster. And he's Bo Leave. You know what I mean? It's just, when the, it's just, like, the same thing as when they bring a champion up to the main roster and they do nothing with them. It's kind of what they did with, with Pete Dunne, and that's what I, I saw that too. And then they had Walter there in the in the stands. It's like, ugh. he just doesn't do it for me as a champion either. I don't know why he just doesn't. I don't like Walter. I think he's quite overrated. But that's a topic for another day. Like, wow, you're big as shit, and you can chop people really hard. Like, okay, that's not a skill. Like, you're bigger than everybody else. You should be able to chop harder than everybody else. But anyhow, do some sit-ups, Walter. <laughs> big motherfucker. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Takes on Mia Yim, the hometown girl for you, in what was a very quiet match crowd-wise, but I thought psychologically, it, like, it was a good match. Like, the shit that Mia messing her arm up and Shayna not being able to hook in her choke at the end and having to switch to doing the leg triangle, I thought was fantastic. God damn, man, I'm sick of Shayna winning. I dig it. I, I, I mean, the only reason why I want Shayna to lose when she does is because I want her in the main roster, and I want her to come up there to cause some chaos. And I think she's the one who can cause chaos in the entire women's division. Um, but, so I don't have a problem with her winning. And I, I was actually happy she won last night. If she lost, I would have thought she was going to show up tonight. But because she won, I think somebody else is going to show up tonight, and we will, we will get to that a little later. Uh, the main event, two out of three falls. They gave it away what the third fall was, so they kind of spoiled it. Uh, it almost looked like a damn TNA Impact Asylum match or whatever it was called, where they had all kind of weapons around the cage. The cage didn't have a door on it, which I love. Give me cage matches that don't have a door on them. No escape, no climbing over the cage. You get your ass in there, we're going to lock it in. You win by pinfall or submission. That's the way a cage match ought to be. Um I'm not a big fan of Adam Cole versus Gargano matches because it's just like we kick out of everything and nobody sells. And I'm I hate to sound like the old guy, but like that doesn't mean as much to me when everybody's doing a super kick every 10 seconds and you're kicking out of every fucking finisher. 
You don't like uh, a super kick party? No, can't say that I do. Don't really like the young folks either. <laughs> I only said that because those are your guys. I I really don't like the young bucks, but I don't mean to be disrespectful. I just said that because I knew it'd get a reaction out of Marty. I'm just gonna sit here. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, um, I, 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 I a, get what you're saying, but at the same time, and I, oh man, there was there was some stuff. I don't. I, I can't remember what the, whatever the hell it's called. Um, the the destroyer that got hit like three times. The, the yeah, what off the off the turnbuckle? When he you know jumps down and does the sunset flip pile driver type joint. Yeah, how the, the Canadian fuck? destroyer. The Canadian destroyer. How the fuck is his neck not broken? And and then that that when he did it to hit to Cole on the fucking chair. How do, how do you know? I'm just saying like I don't care who you are. That that's just gotta hurt. Fuck that. Yep. Uh, but to be honest, I, I these set of matches between Cole and Gargano, I've enjoyed more than Cole or uh, Gargano versus Champa. Oh wow! Um, I don't know why. It might be because I am an Adam Cole guy. I do like Adam I'm Cole. Not. I always have. Um, I'm not a Johnny Wrestling fan. I'm just not. I think he's. I don't know because because of the baby face he is and was and. Everyone loves Johnny Wrestling. Maybe that's why, because everyone loves him. I don't. Um, but I like the, I like Cole versus Gargano, and it, it, uh, and this one, this two out of three falls match, I thought was better than uh, Gargano and Ciampa's last set of matches. And in the fact that each one, and I like the fact that each ma- each fall was a different stipulation. If it had just been a regular two out of three falls and just gonna match, 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 it would have been boring. But I like the street fa- the street fight, which I thought was a better street fight than Gargano and Ciampa, uh, because that here's the thing with Ciampa and Gargano: every match was the exact same match. Everything from start to finish, you knew where they were gonna start, you knew they were gonna make their way here, you knew that they were gonna pull the the, the mat back, you knew they were gonna do on that, and then they were gonna make their way back and it was gonna win. It was the same thing every single time. Like we know you choreographed this. And we know you practice it, change it up. Um, but the street match was different. It, it wasn't the same. Uh, and then the, yeah, whatever cage match that was with everything they had on there, um, I like it. It brings back some some hardcore stuff right there. Um, I was a little disappointed we didn't see nothing happen with the the uh, barbed wire at the end. Kind of want to see what's going to happen with that, how I'll wrap it around. Dangerous as hell when they fell off the top of that cage with that. It actually looked like that it got caught in Cole's head, and I thought he might have been hurt, but I saw he posted a uh, selfie laying in the bed with Britt Baker this morning. He looked fine. So yeah, yeah, he looked. He looked. The guy's on top of the world I, I, right now. She posted the picture. Oh, that's that, Who, yeah. Whoever. Oh, I was it's, just like, I, I mean, this fucking guy. Like, you can't tell him shit right now. Basically. NXT champion, main event in NXT Toronto, waking up with a. A dentist who looks like a damn supermodel. Like, good for you, buddy. Sign me up for that that storyline. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> NXT. Uh, I picked that one correctly. Like I said, I wasn't a huge fan of the match. You know, it has its place, all the spots and all that. And I was listening to Booker T on Stone Cold's podcast the other day. And they were talking about what's missing in wrestling. And they were talking about emotion. And Booker said something that really kind of caught my attention. He said, fans don't 
chant for Steve Austin anymore. They want to chant, this is awesome, and NXT and AEW. They don't chant, they're not emotionally invested in either of the people, they're invested in the spots. And that made me think of the only person right now who who routinely gets their name chanted is Becky Lynch. She's the and she's probably the worst wrestler of all the people who are quote unquote on top of the business right now, which goes a that goes a long way. It's the old school type thinking, booking, acting, getting the fans' emotion is you care about what's happening with Becky with 95% of the other wrestlers, you only care about the spots. And to me, I'm just I'm not a I'm not a fan of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I've noticed that too. It's, um, there, I did hear some chanting last night and, um, both these guys and fight forever and shit like that. That has nothing to do with the guys in the ring. That's just, we like seeing people, we like seeing a car crash. I mean, there's nothing to do with emotionally involved in a, in a storyline. They were chanting Johnny tables last night. What are you talking about, man? What did he do before that? I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that was our, our way too long NXT recap from last night. And we're just going to transition right into SummerSlam 2019. And your SummerSlam transition is brought to you by White Claw. Because I have jumped on the train. I only did that for the eye roll, Marty. These things are disgusting. I'm not going to lie. I feel bad for drinking it, but I can't stop. I need help. Uh, I need help. I'm not gonna lie. I may have a refrigerator full of uh, some like Smirnoff ices. Oh, these and are way better than those. I may have ran out of beer the other day, and I didn't have no whiskey. I may have had to drink some of those, and they are some of the nastiest things I've ever tasted. I like how you say you had to drink them. Like well, you couldn't just go to the liquor store and get more. No, not a fucking two in the morning. Speaking of, uh, when are you going to send me some of that El Segundo Brewing Company? Steve when I Austin can fucking IPAs? find it, dude. When I can find it. I literally, I've, I've been waiting six months and not a single store has it. And the other day on Thursday, Thursday, no, yeah, Thursday, the, uh, the store that one of the stores I've been getting at said they had it. So I drove 30 miles to go pick this up. Oh, yeah, I gave me gas money. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, our inventory's off. <laughs> no, they didn't. Dude. What gas? Like $6 a gallon out there in California? They didn't have to pay for yeah. my gas. So the only way it looks like I can get, I literally look every damn day, is to go down to the brewery itself, um, which I on a weekday driving through other, to the opposite side of L.A. just isn't on my top of my to-do list. Um, but I'm going to have to. I've been literally looking for it every day because I just – I. Yeah, because they none, no one care. They don't stock it in any store. You have to go to like a specialty store to get them, and they never have them anymore. Is it good? We're going through all it's, this. Watch me get it, and I don't it's like. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, okay. Is it better than the IPAs you drink at my house? Yes. Okay, because those are like the best Georgia IPAs out there. Yeah, these are these are much better. Cool. SummerSlam 2019. We're gonna open up with the cruiserweight championship, Drew Gulak. Defending against Oni Lorcan. Um, just a precursor of this. I haven't 
thought about any of my matches I'm picking, so I'm just gonna pick them as we go through them. And I got go Gulak. I yeah, I just I'm going with Gulak. How long has Gulak been the champ? Uh, since WrestleMania. It's four months. Mm. But he's only had like he's only had like two matches. I feel well. I mean, I don't know. I don't watch. I don't watch Cruiserweight or two hundred five. I don't either. So I'm just gonna stick with Gulak. We'll go on uh, Ziggler versus Goldberg. I'm going Ziggler. Ooh. I'm going Ziggler, and I'll explain why in a little bit. Go ahead. No, because it's gonna. It's. Uh, it's. It has to do with some other matches. That's why. Okay. Um. I'm gonna go Goldberg just because he just lost to Undertaker. And Goldberg I mean, was like 178 and 0 or something like that. We all we all lost. <laughs> and you know, hold on, I gotta say because people shit on this match and for writing their right to do so. But personally, I think Goldberg was the one that fucked up that match. It wasn't it wasn't Taker. I thought Taker actually did decent in that match. Uh, but because of Goldberg fucking up, it fucked up Taker also. He was, his bell was wrong, Marty. I'm just saying, like, Goldberg's the one that fucked up that match. He ain't the most fucking eloquent, not eloquent, but graceful motherfucker in the ring to begin with. You give his ass a concussion two minutes in, he still got to go eight, nine more minutes. It ain't going to look good. And then you got Taker's old ass in there with him. Taker can't just grab somebody and toss him around like he used to. He needs help now, and Goldberg wasn't able to help him, so... Uh, but like I said, Goldberg was like a hundred and seventy something and oh, there's no way he should lose to Dolph Ziggler. Like this match better not go more than three minutes. I hate it for you, Ziggler, but have fun looking up at the lights. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, taking on perhaps the demon, maybe, maybe not the demon, Finn Balor. Um, here's one of the things I don't like. It's all over the internet that Finn Balor's taking time off. So you kind of know, I don't know, it's just, a, I'm just annoyed at wrestling news sites and reporters that always want to port, report the future happenings instead of letting us just watch it and then people shit on it before it happens. That that stuff really annoys me. Like, if this wrestling that we're getting right now was happening in the 90s before social media and all this, people would be way more happier with the product than they are, but everybody's too fucking smart for their own good now. Um, I said all that to say this. Bray Wyatt's winning. Yeah, uh, you don't build up somebody for five months to have them come back to lose. Right. Uh, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. If KO loses, he has to quit WWE again. Canadians don't keep their word, clearly, because he already quit once. Wasn't this exactly a year ago when he quit? Or was it before that? We don't know what kind of piece of shit Bray Hart was, so I'm just kidding. I love Bray Hart. Bray Hart was my guy. Uh, Bray was yeah, one of my I favorite just... Canadian wrestlers. Him, uh, Owen. Well, I mean, Canadian Hart. wrestlers, yes, but I I always saw Brett as fucking geek of shit for this. Um, Brett was off a little whiny ass bitch to me. Was uh, Brett was Brett CM Punk before CM Punk? He really was. I mean, it's wow. Um, yeah, because like that's when I started really getting heavy into it, and I was a Shawn Michaels guy, I was a Steve Austin guy. Uh, Brett was just a whiny ass bitch to me. It's like, 
I'm not going to go further than that. That's King Tut. He was so good, though. He was. Uh, but, like, uh, I could watch Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect in that ladder match they had before the Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon ladder match. Was it Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect? I believe it was. They had a ladder match. I remember it was on a home video. Coliseum, I believe. Coliseum home video. It came one of those big ass plastic home video wrappers. I don't know if you're old enough to remember those, Marty. Uh, and then I, there was I know a, I know what home videos are. Yes. I mean, I mean the the case that it came in. They were like these yeah. huge plastic joints. Yeah, the ones that like popped open. Yeah, and... yeah. Before I they had started Disney putting movies in the and shit. I had Disney movies. Okay, man, don't get hot. Chill out. I'm just saying, I'm not that young. And then Bret Hart and Roddy Piper had a fantastic match where Piper put Hart in a sleeper. And that's where that move comes from that everybody does now where you walk up the turnbuckle while you're in the sleeper and kind of push backwards and flip over. That's how Hart ended up pinning Roddy Piper that night. Uh, so, anyway, Bret Hart's the man, even though he's a crybaby. I guess that's how people feel about CM Punk. CM Punk's really good, too, but I just can't get past the being a crybaby part. So who you got in this match? <laughs> KO and Shane McMahon. We're way we're talking like fucking Coliseum home video. I, uh, KO and Shane McMahon. I really hope Shane doesn't win this match. He's got to lose at some point. Uh, I mean, he beat Rim the Miz. He beat Roman. He's, he's gonna just go through and beat the entire fucking roster. Shane's gonna beat Kofi. <laughs> Be the champion on on the opening Tuesday night SmackDown. Oh my God! Could you imagine? They get like a 0.7 rating for that shit. <laughs> it would be, <laughs> it would be the like, it, no, it's gonna end up being the highest rated SmackDown of all time. <laughs> it's gonna and be the it's gonna, first. It's gonna the only be the like biggest backlash like of all. Time. Well, that's not gonna happen to the end of the end of the night. So the match is gonna be the whole card is gonna be the biggest. Everyone's gonna be tuning in, and then match is gonna happen, and the next week's gonna be the lowest in history for it to happen. Um, I'm. I'm going KO on this one. People like me who just got the DVR set automatically. That's the only fucking rating they're going to get is <laughs> DVR downloads uh, if Shane's the champion going into that. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to go no, KO. he's not going to be champion going into it. He's going to win the championship that night. Oh. That's what wow. I was saying. That's, that's what I was saying. That's an awful idea, Mario. I it's didn't just, say it was a great idea. You're the one that said he's going to beat Kofi. It just might happen. It's so bad. <laughs> That's the that's the fucking trajectory we're on. Uh, so I got KO, you got KO, right? Yep. All right. Here is where I think we're gonna start to differentiate our picks, because right now I believe we've picked the same. No, you Goldberg. picked Ziggler. I picked Goldberg. Okay. Uh, Charlotte Flair. Woo. I'm gonna do that every time I say Charlotte Flair. Woo. Versus the Canadian. I don't even want to be disrespectful, so I ain't going to say what I was thinking, but Trish Stratus. Um, oh, dude. When you I say love, Trish Stratus, love, that's one of those I, names. You you say her name, and you got to, like, suck your teeth afterwards. Like, <laughs> like, I'm, like, oh, anytime I hear Trish Stratus, I just remember the first time walk, her walking out and shorts, top, jacket, cowboy hat, and I'm just like, yeah, I dig this. I'm glad I'm back to wrestling. I'm glad I'm back. I'm glad. You no, know, when I think when I think Trish Stratus, Tory Wilson, because I was I was on the Tory Wilson is hotter than Trish Stratus bandwagon the entire time. 
they were both uh, together. Trish was quote unquote a better wrestler. We're not going to get into that, but you know, at the time it was the Attitude Era ish uh, ruthless aggression. So they were pushing more sex appeal. So it was okay back then to debate who was hotter. Can't do that shit now. But back yeah. then, I always thought Tori was way hotter than Trish. Like, I, I, yeah, once uh, once once Tori and Stacy came over, um, yeah, that Tori jumped out to the top right there, uh, for me. Um, but going to this match, <clears throat> this is what I was saying earlier. This is the reason why Goldberg and Ziggler um, didn't say want to say why. Trish is a legend. Goldberg's a legend. They're both Hall of Famers. Ziggler's getting over on Goldberg. I think Trish gets this one over on Charlotte. I get it's in her hometown, and WWE's known for, hey, we're going to make her take the pin in her hometown, which it makes sense, especially to Charlotte Flair. It's going to give Flair the the next six years or, or whatever left of her career to say she beat Trish Trash in her hometown, and I really don't want to hear that for the rest of my life. Um, but I'm going to they're going to give one of the other uh, legends a win, and I I think it's going to be Trish. You're half right for your reasoning. They're not going to give one of the legends a win. They're going to give one of the female Canadians a win. They're not going to have Trish and Natty lose in Canada. Um, and I don't foresee Natty becoming beating Becky, and we'll talk about that later. Uh, so I got Trish winning. And from stuff I've seen online, Trisha said this is her absolute last match now. She retired like 10 years ago, and she wrestles twice a year now, so to say this well, is her is, last this match. Is, this, is her, this is her third match in 12 months. It was her second match in six days, even though she didn't get in the ring on Monday night. Well, then fourth match in, in a year, because she was at Evolution, or it was at Evolution, yep. then she was at Royal Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she was, yeah, she was. And then she was uh, the other day, and then now this one. So this is four. She's got more matches this year than Brock fucking Lesnar. Why do you go with the Brock hate again? Sorry. You, you know what? You're not invited to the Brock party anymore. You know, you're, your invite has been discontinued. So don't RSVP. You can't come. It's not happening. Uh, Charlotte and Trish, this was another thing that, that bugs me. It was reported like three weeks beforehand so you knew it was coming when it happened. But could you imagine fucking just turning into SmackDown, not having a clue, Jerry Lawler comes out and say, hey, Trish Stratus is here. You're like, oh, shit, Trish Stratus is here. This is cool. It's Trish from the Attitude Era, blah, blah. And then Charlotte walks out talking that shit she was talking, and they set up a match. Could you imagine not knowing that was going to happen, and it happens? But because it was plastered all over the internet, it was spoiled already, and I think, again, that's – in the stuff that we do with the podcast, we can't help but being a part of that, not doing it, but seeing it, and it just – it annoys me to no fucking end. Um, I got Trish Stratus in this match. I don't know how it's going to happen. Maybe a quick roll-up, but I think Trish and the Maple Leaf will reign victorious in this one. Uh, Bailey and Ember Moon, SmackDown Women's Championship, Marty. I'm going to go first on this one. And I'm going to say Ember Moon's going to win. Wow. Bailey has had a very lackluster championship reign. Uh, it reminds me of Dolph Ziggler's world title reign. 
after he got that huge pop in New York, and then after that, nothing came of it, and then he ended up getting hurt. Bailey got such a huge pop winning Money in the Bank and then coming out and beating Charlotte. And since then, it has been awful. Yeah, so I felt like Bailey's lead up to the chase was somewhat entertaining and and got some support because it was like okay, and it, it was, she seemed like she was more aggressive in the chase. You ain't and, shit, Sasha. And then when she got go it now, and once she got it, she like kind of backed off, and it kind of just made her put her right back into the Bailey. That's like, ah, all right, your promos are draw are dry. You're she had the whole for me. She had the natty effect where she was trying to be one thing on the mic, but you can see that underneath it was something else. And she like she was trying to like, her who she really was was fighting to come out with who she was trying to be, and it just made me not want to tune in. And that's my biggest problem with Natalia, and we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, I agree. Her her reign hasn't been great. Um, it, it's irritating the fact that they took the belt from Becky. Eventually, uh, essentially, do this. And that's kind of annoying, um, but I' gonna go. I this is the time. This is the perfect opportunity for it to happen. Uh, Amber Moon is getting the title tonight. You know what's more annoying about them taking the title off Becky for that? They gave it to I, Charlotte. No, I had just bought one of them fucking Becky Two Belt shirts the day before, <laughs> and I could have just waited twenty four hours for, that shit it for to go $2. on sale. Yeah, collector's <laughs> item is what this get shit it for is a, now. get it for a dollar. Uh, on the uh, Money in the Bank sales show? That shit is hanging up in my uh, closet right now. I've never worn it yet. I think I'm going to frame it. Because it's actually a pretty big deal. You can frame uh, it, and you can put it with the... Print out the picture of you and the Becky cutout, and just put it right next to it. Put it in the, the frame with it. How about I just get a picture with Becky? Because I can't be like one of these other people that fly all around the country all the time doing meet and greets with her every big fucking show that I see on the internet, which is good for them. They got money like that and freedom. I can't do it. Uh, and how they all an Insta, Insta ho, man. You, you'll be good. Hey man, I'm on, do your thing. I'm on keto you're, right I now. Was you never say, know. In like three months. <laughs> in like three months, son, you might catch Rucker on there with, with damn the cheeks of Instagram hashtag. You don't know. I got nice legs already. I just got to get this gut in shape. I'm telling you. <laughs> this shit's going to be a wrap for you bitches next summer. Hot Boy Summer 2020. That's what the Rucker 2020 hashtag is. <laughs> That's what I'm changing now. I'm not running for president anymore. I'm trying to fucking be an insta ho next year. Rucker 2020. Follow me. Rucker ho 2020. I like it. It's going to say follow me on Instagram because my ass is nice. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Raw Women's Championship. The man, Becky Lynch, who's irritated the shit out of me this weekend, versus Natalia in a submission match. Can I tell you, it's very odd that this weekend I've seen, like, there's been at least five little one-minute interviews with Becky, and... She just comes off like really annoying to me, and everybody online is praising it. I just, I think me and and the Twitter wrestling fans just see differently. Like to me, she came off annoying. Everybody's like, "This is passion. This is the type of interview they need to have her do on Raw." And I'm like, "This is whack." But I don't know. I guess I just, I'm just different. It's also, there's also the same people who are shitting on her every time she's on on TV too. 
It's like, and and half the time she's on TV. It's not that. It's not bad, but they shit on it anyways. It's yeah. just people not getting what they want, and then, yeah, I don't know. Um, submission match. Submission match. I don't think she's gonna win by by her disarmor. Uh, she's gonna win somehow. I would love to see her win this match with a sharpshooter, to be honest. Um, and then come out and, and I'm the best there is. Because um, when every time that Natalia says I'm the best there was, best there is, best there ever will be, it really annoys the hell out of me because throw up. Uh, one, you're not. You're not even the best there is in the fucking ring in, on the roster at the moment. So, and you at any at any given point of her career, she's never been. The best there is. So, please stop. You're not on the level of Brett. Um, you're, you don't mean to the women's roster what Brett meant to the men's roster or to wrestling. Um, it's just another one of those leg, uh, you know, uh, legacies that utilizes the past to get over. And it doesn't work for her. I don't care what anyone says. It doesn't work for her. She needs to stop. She need I... She needs to lose this match and then retire. Simple as that. She just needs to retire. She needs to go away. She needs to get off screen. Uh, I don't want her to see her on TV anymore. I think she's completely overrated. And Becky's going to retain his title. Win and retain. Well, I got Becky also. Um, quick question. Do you think Becky's going to be the champion long enough to be a real-life version of the Batman theory where you either die a hero or you live long enough to become a villain. Do you think she's going to have the title long enough to where eventually they're going to have to have her turn heel because the crowd's going to turn against her? Because right now there's nobody I see beating her. That, that, that could happen. And that would be awesome, actually. I think so, too. I think she's on her way there. Like She's been very heelish versus Natty. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's a new game coming out. There's two people on the cover of that. Um... I don't care what anyone says. I think that we're eventually going to get a Roman heel turn. Um, the fact he's been out of the main picture, the fact that he's been the face or a full blown face and doing all the stuff he's been doing, I think eventually it's going to turn to make it him a heel to go after the title. And I think Becky will be the champion to go heel. And I think that'd be that'd be awesome. And it'd be fantastic if Seth were to win and then he goes heel against. Seth and Becky and Roman are two top champions and they're both heels. Be awesome. Not going to happen. Um, but I, yeah, I can see that happening. I can absolutely see them eventually turning Becky heel uh, by having her, her keeping the title for so long and people get bored and tired of it. Uh, even though she's there, which is annoying because some people absolutely love Brock Lesnar having the championship for two years. But, but they praise him still. So I don't know. If you follow Boot to the Face on Instagram at Boot to the Face underscore, you will see a picture that we found. Uh, it's the WWE 2K cover with Becky and Roman. And in the background, it's Seth kind of looking like jealous. I would love if there was like a, a love triangle type angle with the three of them and Becky and Roman went heel. But that would be cool. But what I really want is now that Samoa Joe's kind of got Roman's back a little bit. If the Usos can stay sober enough when they drive, um, I would love for the Roman, the Usos, and Samoa Joe to go heel and make the Samoan Dynasty faction that I've been fucking begging for 
for years, and now we got Joe in there too? Oh my God, son. Could you imagine fucking Roman is the world champ, Joe is the U.S. or intercontinental champ, whichever one, and Usos is the tag champs and their heels? Oh my God, be still my motherfucking heart. I would love that shit. <laughs> Becky's going to win that match by submission. WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston, 11 years, versus one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Randy Orton. But wrestling is about timing. Everything in life is about timing. And right now, Kofi's got the timing. Orton doesn't. As much as it pains me to do this, because Kofi's not one of my all-time favorites, and Randy is. You can't take the title off Kofi right now. So I actually think this is the perfect time to take the title off Kofi. No. Um, and to give it to Randy because you give Randy another title ring, which I'm completely on board for. Um, but it puts Kofi back in the chase for his title back to lead up to SmackDown on Fox. We're, we're two months away. So it gives a storyline to lead to that and him to win the title smackdown's first show on fox and i think that's i think that writes itself uh, then you give you give randy the title one more time before he does he's done i don't if he wins it now he'll never he'll he'll be done he won't win it again after this um you give a give him a short reign and then you give kofi the chase to really build him up even bigger than he already is and then that time he wins it back would be fantastic to go late into the winter and into wrestlemania season I just don't see them putting the title on. As good as Orton is, as great all-time as he is, people right now love shitting on Randy Orton, and I don't see him being the champion going into Fox as something that uh, WWE would be dumb. I shouldn't say because I don't mean this disrespectfully. WWE would be dumb enough to put the title on Orton going into because you know how I feel about Orton. I think Orton's one of the best fucking pure professional wrestlers in the world jbl used to say it and i completely agree with it if you go into a factory and you build a fucking pro wrestler they will come out looking like randy orton he's got the size he's got the good looks he's got the build he can be a brawler he can be a high flyer if he wants to one of the best drop kicks in the game and he don't even use that shit anymore like he's forgotten <laughs> certain moves that other people can't even do compared to him and the psychology that Orton uses when he's motivated, I will say that, is fantastic. His timing is great. Like, everything matters. As Michael Cole would say, no wasted motion. Like, everything you need in a pro wrestler, Randy Orton has, but the internet hates him. So, but then again, the internet is more of the vocal minority than the silent majority. So, who knows, man? Because when Orton comes out, he gets popped. And when he's in the ring, he gets he gets a reaction. So, oh, God damn it, I just might have talked myself into thinking that you might be right, Marty. I'm still picking Kofi. Fuck that. <laughs> Kofi for the culture. All right. Universal Championship match. Are we are we not gonna go over the U.S. title match real quick? We got two matches. What U.S. title match? We got AJ versus Ricochet. Did I skip? I'm going through the list right now. I must have missed that one. You sure did. I apologize because now that you say it, I I know that there is that match. But 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I did skip over. I'm sorry. I apologize. Good, good on you keeping me honest. AJ Styles versus Ricochet US Championship match. I'll probably edit that shit out. Then again, I probably won't because I, I think people like when I fuck up. Yeah, everyone does. Um, the phenomenal one versus the one and only. Ah, I love their matches, man. I think they should make great. a tag team called the Phenomenal One and Only. That, I mean, they could. <laughs> Ricochet is going to end up becoming the fourth member of uh of the ballot of the OC. Yeah, it's him. And they're gonna uh, like they're gonna they're him. gonna make they're gonna make everyone think that it's Finn Balor coming over. And then all of a sudden, Ricochet's music is going to hit. And he's, he's the gonna fourth come out. member of the OC, right? So yep. it's him, it's AJ, it's Summer, and Marissa, right? They kicked Ryan out. So a lot of y'all won't get that Smoke reference. If you... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's he doing? Wait a minute. This son of a bitch, he went there with it. <laughs> you know, you remember when Marissa died and yes. Ryan started dating that other girl? What's What was her name? Autumn. Uh, no, no. Autumn. What was her name? I cannot remember her name. Her name was fucking Autumn. That's another. No, no, that's the other. That's the. Yeah, yeah. It was Summer Marissa, and then he started dating. She the was crazy, shit, right? Yeah, man, she was so super hot. I was into her for so long. Oh, that was like my. That was my Joey Potter, for a bunch of y'all other Dawson's Creek people. I, which sucks because I can't remember her name right now. But you know, she was cool. Uh. We're talking about the OC for those of y'all that haven't caught up yet. Ricochet versus AJ Styles, U.S. Championship. Go ahead, Marty. You can pick first. Um, yeah, I, I'm keeping the titles on AJ. I think I think the the club um, holds these titles and holds these belts and runs the the brand for a little while. I would rather Ricochet won, but I I think you're on to something. I agree. I would I would rather Rick. I want to see Ricochet with the belt, um, but I don't think it's the time yet for that. So my heart picks Ricochet, but my my mind's telling me no. <laughs> Speaking of, have you seen Lacey Evans and and Liv Morgan on online the last like 24 hours? No. So Liv started this thing where she's like. I'm going to encourage people to live their life and we're going to do a live your life challenge. So they're standing like over the top of Lake something or another in Canada. And she's standing there with Lacey. She goes, Lacey, live your life. And Lacey's like, I'm already living my life. And she goes, no, live your life. I dare you to jump into the lake. And Lacey just like takes her fucking jacket and her shoes off and jumps into a lake. And then they, they, they did like three or four little challenges. And one of them was, for Lacey Evans to sing a song in the middle of Canada, like Toronto, and she started singing I Believe I Can Fly, which was by the same guy that you were just singing Bump and Grind from, which regardless of how shitty of a person he is, he's still my favorite R&B singer. Like, you can't fuck with R. Kelly when it comes to music. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. Like, TP2, I used to play Oh, my God. Fucking played that album on fucking loop. I back when you had like a a four disc stereo in your room. That album oh, was how about always the fucking twelve disc <laughs> changer you had to put in your trunk of your car. Oh, TP two was one of the first. I, I remember when I like snuck in and made my account so I can get like twelve CDs for a dollar. That TP two was one of the one of the albums I got in that that first round. Two things about that album. One, when we were in New York and we were sitting there with Talkamania. 
Me and J-Bomb talked about that album. Of all fucking things in the world, we talked about how good TP2 was. And two, when you start out a CD and the first words are, hit it hard from the back, you know that shit's going to be nasty. You know it's going to be a good CD. So yeah, R. Kelly, you suck as a person, but you're the fucking king of R&B still. And I'm embarrassed to listen to your music out loud, so I just roll my windows up in my car when I do it. Uh, But yeah, I believe... Ricochet should win. I think AJ Styles will win. So that's that. And now we will get to what is probably the main event in your Universal Championship match. Brock Lesnar and the Internet's favorite son, Seth Rollins. And if you're one of those people that are shitting on Seth Rollins this year, I encourage you to go look at your tweets from a year ago and see how much of a Seth Rollins dick rider you probably were then. But all because he got beef with your boy will osprey now all of a sudden he sucks he can't wrestle he's a shitty person go fuck yourself you're full of shit you love seth rollins this time last year you know it you go look in the mirror and you tell yourself that fucking lie that you don't like seth rollins and i will call you a liar you love seth rollins last year go look at your fucking tweets go look at your internet history you're seth rollins mark but all because he got into it will osprey will osprey jumped into his fucking mentions talking shit and he got put in his place like the little indie punk that he is yeah i said it fuck will osprey i i mean you ain't gotta agree with me marty i'll do that i'll i'll, I'll oh, no, 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 no 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 i uh i agree with you 100 yes there everyone's shit on on seth because of the shit he said to osprey and Dropping the the paycheck down and it's like, fuck it. It's be, what's your point? It's, it's, it's he, he's not lying. He's telling the fucking truth. Wait, okay. Uh, but me, but what I'm me, but only thing I was only thing I was gonna disagree with was I mean I'm a, I'm an Osprey fan. I know you're not. We've had discussion for a long time. Uh, but I mean we gotta give him a little more credit. He's not necessarily he's not an indie guy. He's wrestling know, was, Ring of Honor in New Japan. Come on, man. Ring of Honor. I saw their attendance this oh, weekend. That's an indie. Uh, that's an indie promotion. Yeah, I, I mean, okay. Bad. I was a little. I got a little carried away with the indie thing. Calm down. But I mean, I know you want to get heat, but fuck, don't put us on fire quite yet. Shit. I mean, I don't want back. the heat. I don't want the smoke. But people tend to fucking disagree with me, so fuck them. But <laughs> look, <sighs> if, you know what. Osprey had no reason to be even on that level. I mean, let's be honest. When it comes down to it, there's one promotion that reigns above all. I don't care what you say or what anyone says. Oh, you can say that you know Ring of Honor is better. You can say that AEW is it. You can say New Japan's it. But at the end of the day, it's WWE. They are the mainstay. They are the they're the fucking NFL. Everyone else is the USFL or Arena Football or Canadian XFL. Football. Or, you know, you go there too. Um, semi-pro. It is what it is. At the end of the day, you're not playing your college ball so you can get to arena football. You're playing your college ball so you can get that fucking NFL paycheck. End of the day. So If, if I say I'm the best at my job and you come in and say, uh, no, I'm the best at this job. The first thing I'm going to say is, who gets paid more? And that's it. Well, so y'all can't I y'all mean, can't get a no. I don't want to hear that shit. No, we both been doing this shit for years. We, we we both yeah in wrestling yes. I'm just but I mean we both we both have careers, 
And I know we both have motherfuckers above us who get paid more than we do, who can't do the shit we who do. Work, who more than likely, 90% of the time, work their ass off to get to where they are. Sometimes. Not everything is about nepotism. Sometimes. I'm just saying, there are people. Just now, they may not work as hard now, but you had to work to get in that position. And you got to kind of respect the you got to respect the hustle of people. I've been, in, have, I've, been in, I've been in organizations where where shits. I've spent the last 12, 13 years within two companies, and I've seen some shit that it's like, yeah, fuck that noise. Bullshit. Oh yeah, I, I but, agree with you, but but, I, but wrestling's yeah, different. But yes, when it comes down to that, absolutely. I mean, who was the 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 best in the world four years ago? AJ Styles and. He left one promotion that one guy is thinking he's the best of to go to another promotion. Why? Because he's the best in the world. He's going to get that fucking best in the world paycheck now. If if Will Ospreay was the best in the fucking world, why isn't he having a WrestleMania match against Seth Rollins? Just saying. That's and the pinnacle where he wants to, should be wanting to go. And if, if Will Ospreay was to get offered a WWE contract and turn it down... He would brag about it, and he would get all kind of internet praise about it. And you know what? It would be the dumbest fucking thing he could do in life because he would never get the money that WWE would give him or the exposure. Okay, so what? You're not winning all the time. It's a fucking fake sport, people. I hate to break it to you. If you win or you lose, you're the champion or you're not, you get paid the same amount of money. And the object of becoming a professional wrestler Keyword professional, meaning you get paid for it. You can love it all you want. It's just like a football player. If I'm better than this guy over here, I want more money than him. So for people getting an attitude that Seth brought up the money, like whatever. Uh, let's pick this match. We got to wrap up. Um, I got Brock Lesnar retain- winning the match. Oh, I got Brock Lesnar winning the match. Oh, okay. Uh, I got Brock also, but. We're going to have to come back to this show eventually about how you just picked Brock Lesnar to win. Uh, so that's our picks. SummerSlam 2019. We're going to wrap up. You realize we only have two matches different. Trish and Charlotte? No. We oh, both Goldberg, have Trish, Ziggler, Goldberg, Goldberg and Kofi, Ziggler, Kofi Randy. Yep. And these would have been our picks versus Talkamania. We would have had to compromise on those. and I don't... I feel like I would have compromised on Kofi. I I would, you know. I feel like I would have not compromised on Ziggler. Right I know. Now. So which basically means that we would have went with your picks for for against Takamania. Before we get out of here, I'll say that I like your little view you got set up. I'm watching Eo Shirai in the background on your TV right now, and so when we go to our little video platform, this will be. A, I hope you keep that. You just got to get rid of that glare from your blinds right there, and we'll be we'll be good. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, that'll be taken care of. But boot to the face, this has been episode 41, our SummerSlam preview and our NXT recap. We appreciate the patience. We will be on a regular record schedule now, which is fantastic. Uh, So follow us on all the platforms mentioned earlier. Boot to the face on Twitter, boot to the face underscore on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. We're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play. Spreaker is our home. And this has been episode 41. Marty, I appreciate it. You got any last words before we cancel this thing out? I don't. Um, enjoy the day. Ready? Get ready for the par- biggest party of the summer. Pour some whiskey. Pop some beers. Have it. Enjoy it for what it is. 
a wrestling event, a wrestling show. Uh, it's sports entertainment. Don't shit on it. Take it in and enjoy the show. You, everyone's going to jump on the internet and Twitter and just berate it. And NXT's better than this. And this will take over was better. Guess TakeOver was a great show. It had five matches. This is SummerSlam with ten matches. Double the matches. If you're going to talk shit about it, compare those five matches with the five matches from SummerSlam and then compare it. Don't compare the whole card. It's two totally different types of events. But sit back, enjoy the match for what it is, have fun with friends and family, and and enjoy the rest we're going to get tonight. I like it. This has been Boot to the Face. I'm Chris Rucker at Rucker2020. Do not follow me on there for wrestling because that is no longer a wrestling account. Uh, at a bearded master again follow us at boot to the face with the number two this has been episode 41 your SummerSlam preview saying peace later peace